Welcome, everybody, to the That Kind of Nerd Podcast. I am CJ Mellon. I am Brian Thornton. And I am Josh Burns. Welcome to our show. So, hello, fellow nerds. Welcome, welcome to the show. Um, so, right now, we are recording during San Diego Comic-Con. It, it, we're recording on Saturday the 11th. So, we're not going to hit all of Comic-Con, or we're not going to talk about all the, all the days yet, just because we want to have all the we're information. We're going to hit most have. of it. We're going to hit most part of it. The over. <laughs> really? You think so? Which is sad, because it seems like it sucked. It, it, it does feel like it sucked a little bit, honestly. I mean... Well, I, I, I think the only thing we are not going to, I haven't seen anything about yet, is uh, Deadpool. Everything else has been hit. Yeah, true. Yeah, how have we not seen anything about Deadpool? Well, you know what, though? It might have been like a Saturday. Like, it's only it, it's it's 7 literally, o'clock there. It's like literally day two. Yeah, yeah, it's only 7 o'clock there. So maybe, like, you know. It's Deadpool, probably going on Deadpool right Deadpool shows up and tells some ill-timed jokes or something. That or there's actually been Deadpool in all the other material in Comic-Con, and you have to, st- like, he's just you have to stitch it together. Right, right, you have to stitch it together for the announcements. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I know I showed CJ this, but there's a, there's a poster where they took the, the Hunger Games poster <laughs> yes. of Katniss in, like, that red uh, suit sitting on uh, Snow's chair. And they changed it to Deadpool. So it's just Deadpool and like this like really weird kind of corset looking thing. But is this a Mockingjay Part 2? Yeah, yes, it's a Mockingjay, Mockingjay Part, part two. 2 poster. And then and he they... just like scribbles out the Mockingjay Part 2 and there's like Deadpool written across it. It's fantastic. It's, it's whoever is crafty in... son of a bitch breaking the fourth wall like you do. <laughs> Whoever's yep. in charge of Deadpool's marketing gets Deadpool and has made everything that they put out so far just wonderful. Which is making me so happy with this just movie. Ryan, it's Ryan Reynolds just telling him crazy stuff. To do. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, I don't know if you follow his Twitter. Oh, at all, it's the best. But it's man, the best. He, that dude, I'm telling you, that dude has some has some wacky thoughts. He uh, he he then posted a picture of, of him in the Deadpool costume wearing a poncho and a sombrero with a sign that says Comic Con por favor. <laughs> I mean, it's like I have so much confidence in what's going to come out of that movie. I uh, like I, I can't even. I can't even stand it. I can't wait. I'm so mad that the movie's not out right now, so I can just go ahead and watch it a million times on repeat over and over and over and over and over again. Indeed. I but, am uh, excited. Let's talk about the stuff that did happen at Comic-Con so far. Please. Yeah, let's do that. Which is not much. Honestly. No, it's not. So let's start with uh, something that we, we have to get out of the way, and I'll be as quiet as possible for, uh, for what, what's going on for the, for the next couple of moments, because it's DC time. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So Literally, this Dawn happened of, like 15 minutes ago. So uh, No, and ago. I've watched the trailer. You don't, you don't have enough time to, to formulate your own opinion just yet. Uh, well, for the one I do, the one has... So, uh, let's, let's start with this. He saw the thing. That means he formulated an opinion. Dawn of Justice released a, another trailer. Uh, this one's a lot longer, and you can yeah. actually make out what's happening and see people in their faces. It gives you more of the plot, which makes it does. You know, me happy. Which, um, so what do you guys think? What do, what do you think? We'll include the, the link to the trailer in our show notes. It's on thatkindofnerd.com. But uh, watch it. If you haven't seen it, pause for a second. I know, pause, right? Crazy? Oh, for like three and a half minutes. All right, you're right. And go go watch it. But I'm sure after a minute and a half, you'll be upset like me. So what did you guys why? feel about the trailer? Upset with you, why? I didn't like it. I, okay, okay. I, Let's not get what? your opinion first. Josh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was it, saying. Let's... It looks it looks freaking awesome. It, it, it does looks, look freaking awesome. It looks unbelievable. I mean, the the whole the whole plot of it, uh, and again, I don't think we have the full story, but it looks unbelievable. The thing that I like that they showed is Wayne Financial crumbled, right? right. And yeah. you have you have Bruce Wayne running into the rubble to save whoever he can, as you know, as Bruce Wayne. Right. But they're they're give you a little bit more of the story. Um, it's absolutely, uh, it's compelling for for one, and uh, you get more of Eisenberg, yes, Luthor. You get a little bit more of the background. I, I think it. I think it looks awesome. I think you got to see more of this movie, uh, which is what a, a lot of people were really needing uh, to do just to just to to get some hype up. Brian, what did you think about it? Um, so I, I mean, before the, this trailer, I was a little on the fence about this movie. This trailer actually got me thoroughly excited. I'm very, uh, impressed with, with what I've seen so far. Um, the few little snippets of Wonder Woman we got to see were really cool. Gal Gadot, yeah. yeah. She, she looks she great. Impressive, yeah. And I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm a little trying to figure out how she fits into the story. Um, right. I'm already watching it like three or four times trying to spot little, little things like, um, 
I think it's really cool that there's a scene where they have a Robin suit in the Batcave with the Joker spray painted all, all yep. over it. Jokes on you, um, which is a nod to Jason Todd dying, which is pretty fantastic. And uh, I, yeah, I'm stoked. I think it's going to be cool. Um, I think I, I was worried about Eisenberg at first, but seeing him in the role, I think he's going to nail the Lex Luthor part. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun ride. So yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm ready for it. Okay, so here comes me. I'm very so. Here's the only thing I'm excited about: Wonder Woman. That looks CJ, incredible. CJ, hang on. Now you're not allowed to have an opinion until you've actually seen all the Rockies. So have you can seen you, all the Rockies? Wait, you know what? Can no. you do me a favor and just get out one of those, tear off one of those paper ass gaskets and put it on the seat before you take a dump all over DC? <laughs> this, this, hold on. Let me before you don't even know what I'm going to yell at. You guys are just just going right in for it. No, it's, I, I'm assuming I'm, that you're going to yell about something though. I'm I, of course I am. I mean, if you just if you think I can just go through this, you're like that anything. when it comes to DC movies. You're like that angry no, okay. old man from like Grand Torino. You're Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino. So get here's off my the, lawn. Okay. Angry Let me start with what time. I love. I love exactly what we've talked about. Jesse Eisenberg, I'm sold. I mean, that. I mean, what a great performance so far and just what I've seen. I'm so excited for him to be like Luther, uh, even showing the the bit the you know the the block of kryptonite and the way that he's looking at it and his uh the red capes are coming, the red capes are coming. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was so great. Um I actually got excited about Bathlack. I I couldn't believe Oh yeah, I, I was I was like, okay, all right, you're you go ahead, go back in a go back in a superhero outfit. I'm, I'm cool with this. What I'm not liking in this in this trailer so far is the version of Superman that that we're getting and and the advice like he's getting from his mom about he doesn't owe this planet anything and he you know if he if he's all or, all or nothing when it comes to it. And, you know I can understand it, but I I just don't I don't but know Superman. Superman. Superman holds such that, a spot for me that, that seeing fits, him downtrown like this but, really that, bothers that, me. That, that fits that, the character that, completely. That is it Superman. Looks, he's he's had this crisis of faith over and over again. Like, is he should he even bother? Is he doing the right thing? Like, does right, he do more harm than good? As but, a Kryptonian, as a Kryptonian on Earth, you either save them all or kill them all. But he was Superman for literally twenty minutes. In the movie, he's been Superman. He's been that that costume, that person, that character for so little time compared to what happens. That now we're putting him in a crisis right no, away. Yeah, I just know he's been he's been Kal El his entire life. Right, right. Kal El, I guess, with it his entire life. And I the get first that. time he decides to actually try and save the the people and save Metropolis, this right. is what he's getting. That's right. it's, a, it's the perfect well, point for him to have this crisis. It's what he's getting because he, you know, uh, I don't know how many people died. What was the body count? Oh, God only knows. But 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 I, and and I I know that is you know that we know this and and that the the audience uh, not the audience that the the movie doesn't get it. But like, why is that on him? Like, why is that his fault? Why why does he have to be tortured and, and lamented because for? Because he it? didn't take the fight off the planet. Was that in his control? Could he it's do that? A- it's not even that. People aren't just blaming him for the Metropolis. People are blame, like worried about the fact that he's we alien. don't understand. He's an alien. We right. don't understand how much power he has. We just saw him and another alien destroy half of Metropolis, and he was supposedly trying to save it. How long can we trust this guy for until he but, snaps? And that's the thing, though. But everything that he did in that first movie, he obviously like went out of his way so many times to tell anyone that came in contact with him. I'm here to save you. I'm doing what's right. I'm here to do this. He's he's cooperating. He went in with handcuffs, which he obviously knew were going to do anything to make them feel safe. He's gone through all these steps to do it, and now people are just rejecting him right away. It it kind of you know it, it bothers me, but I mean that's just from my perspective so of loving Superman. Superman. CJ, if uh, you live in like Trexler Town, right? Right. So if if somebody flew in there, literally flying, right? And then brought a bunch of badasses in his wake that destroyed all of Trexler Town. How would you and Jenny feel? Oh, listen, I, I'm saying as a if I was a member of Metropolis, I, I'd be pitching. I'd be having the. You'd the, have your pitchfork. Right, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have the, yeah. the. But I'm not. I looking at this. I don't like the position they put Superman in. I'm just saying that. I just I feel uncomfortable with. But it's the perfect the position. place that they put in there. Because, it's the like, perfect position because Superman can't it. handle it. Like what? What's what's your? No, because he's turned. He's gotten all dark and broody and emo. No, and he he hasn't. He has not. That and that's the. He point. has that stupid scowl on his. This, Oh, the entire... him not understanding, right, whether he should 
acquiesce to the humanity and just leave it alone or if he should continue trying to save right. humanity. You don't like the people that are going against Superman. Superman as a character right. is still the same. And, and this the, is the perfect but this is the perfect moment that okay, this is Superman that even through the people picketing and court and people blaming him for all this, he's going to rise above it and continue to do what he is meant to do. That's well, my, that's the character. My question is: So what I you're telling me is that you don't like Superman? No, I love <laughs> Superman. Don't you tell? Well, your don't. point, your point about Diane Lane, though, understand that. While no, she's she str- just seen her son in immense pain and suffering so, and wants right, to so get him the out. Struggling, he's struggling with it, and she's just trying to absolve him of right. any concern for her. Absolutely, that's saying, all. you don't owe me anything, and if you were to disappear and you were to leave because of what's happening, I don't think I would hold it against you and no one else would because you don't owe the planet anything. I, I, I get that. Like, so I really I don't do. understand what your struggle is. So, yeah, no, my really problem is, is we've seen upset. this Superman, we've seen this person be Superman for just such a short period of time to throw him immediately into a conflict like this just doesn't compute up it, here it, in my It noggin. absolutely makes sense. Yeah, I think I'm it just makes perfect sense. saying in my head it doesn't and, make sense. And, and watching Henry Cavill in that movie, uh, it, in my brain... I mean, Christopher Reeve who? I just don't... Yeah, no, like, he's he's doing a... I mean, this is the thing. I'm enjoying the acting. I'm enjoying everything else. Cinematography, I, I don't like the fact that we're washing out all the color. But I, that's, I'm like... But that's what it is now. And, that, and that's Zack Snyder's style. That's just, And I think... And I need confirmation from Brian, but the... I don't, and Because I'm not a big Superman comic book guy, but the books that I have read, he, he really... I mean, he fits the role, man. Yeah. Henry Cavill's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. not disputing that. I'm disputing the studio's timing of of this film and and the way that they're they're going about it. I just I don't know. I feel like it's too soon. I think you're I feel like they're rushing silly. into it. You're I think you're just silly. trying right. to find things to shit on about these. Yes, that's a, totally. After I just praise all the acting and all the directing and all the characters that are coming in, and I have one problem with the way that they put Superman in a precarious position. I'm totally taking a shit on DC. <laughs> By the way, I, I just I had to finish that sentence. It, it, right, listen. I, I'm I'm more excited than I was coming into it, but I'm just still I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold yet. I need more to, to sell me. Sorry, more, I'm a okay, difficult. Okay. I don't know. I don't no, no, know. No, 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 no. Give me like the next the next trailer or the next featurette to sell you would have I to do. Well, I mean, other than Wonder Woman, look, Wonder Woman looking amazing. Right. Uh, it really give the, give the me the perspective awesome. of both of these characters. Give me since you're going to do a Batman versus Superman. They just me, did. Hold on. Let me let me finish. Give me one trailer of the total perspective of nothing but Kal El's perspective and what he's going into, and give me another perspective of Batman's. Just do those two sides of it with no with no crossover. Don't I feel give like your Canadian stuff. your Canadian you know, head has been flapping. For you know what will do seconds. that? The movie. So you right. should just go see just, the movie. No, give me a, and stop give me being a, a little bitch about it. Give me a little trailer. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you're give gonna plunk little... down your ten or fifteen dollars anyway. So stop crying about it. Like I'm not. someone just I took just your lollipop see, and, and just give, enjoy it. I need to understand the perspective of these characters a little more. I don't feel you that don't I know those feel like you yet. understand Batman and Superman. Yeah, seriously. No, I do. I know. I'm telling you. I just told you. I don't understand. I could Superman's find a hobo on the side of the road this, who knows the perspectives of yeah, Batman. Yeah, explain Superman. to me Batman and Superman, and the hobo would say, "Buy me another bottle, and I'll do that." Yeah, right, right. right. And I would what? happily buy that bottle, <laughs> and then enjoy the, the, right, what, the so, Jesus, one no, more. it's turning to Rocky all over. Jer- Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Oh, yes. going to be great. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. yes. Right. So what a great, he's what a great casting for Alfred. Yes, fantastic. yeah, he's gonna like be I'm fantastic. Saying, there's so much going for this movie. For me, I just need to get a little sharper perspective on on both of these sides. That's all. Okay, I need. I've got a ton That's of it. back issues and trade paperbacks. You can you know read to get your perspective. So in, so sort of, you know, going against the grain of what the the story arc held for for Batman, they they somehow. They somehow allowed Batman to be older, right? He's right. as old in in this story as he probably should have been in Dark Knight Rises, um, where Alfred is far younger yeah. than he was at this point. So that that's the only thing for me that's weird is just the inconsistency. But I think we've we've it, so, it's, sort it's of come, come to get used to that with with not only DC but movies in general. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled with how the trailer went. I watched it three times. 
it's awesome every time. And, and, and here's the cool thing. And here's what I really took from it. Um, you, a lot of that trailer is from Batman's perspective. He just doesn't really, he, he doesn't trust him because of what happened at Wayne financial. And I think that death of that Robin is going to really weigh on him that like he couldn't save somebody. And now he's like very suspicious of everything and everyone. And Jeremy Irons as Alfred is, is very much um, in defense of, of Superman. There's that scene in that trailer. He's like, he is not the enemy. He is not who we're supposed to be fighting. Did you just right. clear a cat away from your microphone? I did. I'm just checking. I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. But remember, just, and as a reminder, cat to human ratio, very low. Right very, now, very they're low. outnumbering me. I'm alone in the apartment yeah. right now. I got you. <laughs> um, so if listen. you if you don't get a text from me in like half hour, that means they've killed me. <laughs> the cats have risen up. They hate me. All right. All right. So speaking of, let's move on to our second part, which is another DC trailer. That was for the Suicide Squad. So uh, disclaimer for this. This was a leaked trailer with the probably worst audio i've heard so this is recorded on a cell phone the official trailer should probably be coming out soon because of all the the press that the this one's it's like getting some guy in in the in the audience that like that that broke his galaxy s6 and went back to a samsung captivate <laughs> and, he's, he's, and he's recording it with like, the crappiest possible video and audio with five megapixel it's awful. i think it was one of those things where they were just like uh no cell phones no cell phones no like, they're, didn't they're, you, didn't and you have with a gopro like just come on dude they're very but, much like they don't allow any sort of videography or anything like that right. And I think if they, they just catch looked you with your phone. cell phone, you, you get escorted out like of Comic-Con. You don't just get right. escorted out of that panel. And so that's this is like a button cam. Yeah, like, so that's what I'm thinking. They said that it's such a low-budget thing. They're just like, well, that obviously can't record video. So Some guy with a flower here. on his lapel. <laughs> and he had a good seat. That was the other part. He had a pretty good, pretty good seat. Anyway... So this gave us a couple glimpses at some characters. We got to see some Will Smithy uh, action on there, and then finally some uh, footage and some some audio of Jared Leto's The Joker. Yep. Um, and this was uh, so I, I put this on the TV and I watched it with my wife, and uh, I was like afterwards like, so what do you think? Just knowing absolutely, I mean, she knows a little bit of the Suicide Squad because of Arrow. And I was like, you know, what do you what do you think? And she's like, that movie looks phenomenal. That looks great. I, I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. Meh. So what did you guys? Yeah. All right. I, I'm gonna. I put my just, shirt on. Let me just go, and then you know, you guys can can assassinate the, the movie <laughs> after. But so taking it at face value, awful video quality, awful audio quality. Right. Um, it's a little unfair to judges, the, but we're gonna the, do it. Anyway. It is, and I, I can't wait to see the trailer like when the actual trailer comes out i'm turning all the lights off right i'm cranking up the home theater and i'm just gonna watch it right because the thing that stuck out to me and i hope that you caught it throughout the trailer is the joker's sort of maniacal laugh Mm -hmm. and that really stuck with me um having having seen it and then obviously you have it sort of the harley quinn story and probably because margot robbie is one of the more recognizable actors in the movie but um dude i'm really excited especially especially after seeing the jared leto footage which by the way got like a standing ovation from the crowd yeah the crowd was pretty was pretty pumped and it was the same thing when they saw harley and she was uh she was like hanging upside down like a parakeet uh that was that was pretty all right let's go to brian because brian's got his mask turn on and i want him to talk I got his mask, shirt, hat, and face on. <laughs> no, I mean, I... probably mag tattooed on his forehead. You know, oh the, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I was just not impressed. It, it wasn't like you went out and got a license plate that says "meh." Yeah, I mean, it. it, it I watched it and I was like, uh, okay. Like, I mean, I, I, I know Will Smith is good, and I know Margot Robbie is going to be good as Harley Quinn. I mean, that's right. that's no contest. So, but that and that's all this trailer was. With the exception of the few scenes of Joker you got to see, it was all very Harley Quinn based, very Deadshot based, and which I, is good. I mean, that's we what saw, you're we saw. We saw Deathstroke too. Uh, yeah, a little. I, I just I wanted to see you could make that a out. That's more. incredible. Yeah, <laughs> Deathstroke was the guy punching the bag. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I mean, and I'm still not. So, yes. I'm okay. So I, how do I word this? I'm sold on Jared Leto as an actor. I am okay. not sold on. This version of Joker. Right. Wait, I'm just wait, not. wait, wait. If you're sold on Jared Leto as an actor and you understand 
the movies he's been involved with, the nominations he's received, and an award, right? I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Best, did, best did, supporting he actor. Did, right? Best supporting he actor. He did get yes. it. For, yeah, for guy that. won a goddamn Oscar. So knowing that he doesn't get involved with a movie at, on this scale without some of his artistic integrity being involved in the character, right? This is gonna be good, really good. This mm. this this boils back down to the argument that we made when we first started seeing this is that we do not question Jerry Leto's ability and his artistic expression, but when he's handed a script and if you tie his hands on just if you tie his hands on something, there's only so much you can do inside of a box. Now, you're, yeah, you're I, assuming that his hand like he doesn't wait, have wait, wait, these rules. What's, he has to play in by. the box? What's in what's the, in the box? box, man? I don't know what's in the box, man. All so right. here's here's the thing though, I actually gained a little more confidence in this movie. Uh, after seeing this trailer, I actually was like, uh, "Okay, all right, I I have some words yep. to eat, yep. but I'm not I'm not ready to go to the buffet I'm not ready to eat to- my words yet. I'm not ready to go to the buffet and eat all of them. I'm just I'm just willing to to take my appetizers back and say I'm sorry. I'll put them it's on the, the check. The appearance of obviously the appearance of Batman it's most convoluted movie. metaphor ever, by the way. Right, I and and the thing that I was really concerned about was how they were going to portray Argus, right and. Right, but and that and I I mentioned that the last time we talked about it. Right, right. But Alfre Woodard in this in this trailer, and I, I hope I named the correct actor. Um, but she did I thought a phenomenal job. I was oh, so yeah. long. Yeah, outlining absolutely. right, outlining the purpose. Right, mm-hmm. well, you know, we'll disavow. It's I I made a living off of making people do things against their self interest, and that's the character, and that's yeah. Argus. I'm. Uh, I will so, say so this. I'm, this, I'm, this seeing, is a, I'm seeing the DC picture the yeah. shape up a little bit more, and it, it looks it looks good. I, I am very, very impressed with the fact that they're explaining this, because this is a very complex thing to explain to some people. They don't have any idea about any of these characters. And I think they did a wonderful job teeing it up for people who don't know so much about them and, and, and are looking at the new DC universe coming out. The new that DC Harley movies. Quinn is absolutely outside of her mind. Yeah. Right. And, and I think they did such a great job with that. I'm, I'm, I'm watching I'm, the trailer going, don't lick those bars. Don't, <laughs> don't lick those bars. You don't know who stop. those bars. You are not Miley Cyrus. You stop licking metal right now. <laughs> uh, but I'm still just, I'm just, I guess I'm just overly cautious about the Jerry Leto Joker, not about Jared's performance or his ability to do the best of what he has. It's just that not, they're giving him a bad hand. That's my only problem. It's not going to be Heath Ledger. We can't expect that. I don't that. want Heath Ledger. I don't I need Heath Ledger, or I just Ledger. watch the old Dark Knight right. movie. I, I, just don't, did, I just did that the other night. Uh, right. And, and I listen, and if anyone is expecting... I still have to take blood pressure medication when I watch <laughs> that. Oh, right? so good. And if anyone's expecting Jerry Leto to do Heath Ledger, get the hell out of here. You're, He's not going to. Sh- that ship has sailed. That was a one-time performance. That's all you're ever going to get. My only fear is that he's going to be given a bad hand to be dealt with for the character, and he's going to do the damn best he can with it. And he's going to try all his might to make sure that he does this character justice. I'm just worried that his character has his hands tied. Other than that, I'm really excited for this movie. Okay. Like, if he's only just a minor part in this, like we thought he was, where he's not the driving force behind it, but that he's just something that's in there to, you know, drive things forward. He was instrumental. Good. He was instrumental in Harley Quinn's Genesis story. Yeah, so. right. I mean, he, he's got to be involved. But in that. he's going to be a backdrop. No, no, no. Yeah, I know he's going to be there. The question is how how involved is his? How and, how far likely, do his actions take him? Likely, he's going to be tinkering. You right. know, in all the affairs of everyone. But, but I hope it's a behind the scenes and you don't see the puppet master doing it and you only right, get right, it right. once I think, or twice. And I, I, that's what I picked up and from I the trailer. And I think that will be okay because they didn't spend a whole lot of time right, on that. Right, because that was his voice. Just as long as you all remember, you work yeah. for me type of thing, right? That right, was right, right. There was only like three or four times he was actually on the screen for short bursts. So like, I don't expect him to be the I'm, main focus of this I'm movie. I'm very intrigued. Good. I think yeah. just based on the trailer, it's they're setting the story up the right way. They're they're humanizing Deadshot the way they need to, uh, which is a it's that's pivotal to that character. That's why Will Smith is the right guy for it. So right, yeah, I, I can't wait. I thought it was so funny that I because I, I honestly thought well, hearing that these two things are going to be unveiled today, that I would be more hell yeah, Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. No fucking, you're going to do the same thing I expect you to do. Take a shit. And that I left with a different perspective, and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm glad I'm differing from you guys because when I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll totally own up to it and say, okay, I, I'm wrong on it. 
Uh, I really am hoping I'm proven wrong. I don't Brian's going to walk right. out of the theater loving Suicide Squad. That's if I if I do, then I do, and I know you will. I know you will because I know <laughs> no, you. I think and Brian I know, will just because that's just Brian's I, nature. I know that you're taking a, a healthy level of skepticism here just to defend to defend what you know the memories that you have of all the books and all all how you feel about it. But I, I really think that DC knows this is their only shot if yeah. they don't get this right right they're yeah. done and and i mean which yeah which and and that's the thing i wanted to get to is do we feel that dc do we feel better about the dc universe we're coming into do we I feel do. that their yeah. movie thing is starting to become a little more cohesive yeah and i think i think to, to a degree they're taking a cautious approach separating their streaming slash tv content from the big screen there's nothing wrong with that but the if 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 they don't get this right with Marvel's slated movies, they're just done on this, on the big screen. Yeah, I was they're gonna done. say if if these two movies don't pan out the way they want to, I know we're not gonna have Flash. I know we're not gonna have Justice League. We're gonna scratch it. Someone's gonna get fired out of DC, and they're gonna start all over again. Right, but all those start... movies are already in pre production. They've already spent money on. Them. Yeah, and right, but what I'm saying is, but they're hinging on the fact that these two movies have to work. If no one cares about these two movies, if these two movies do not pan out the way they want to, it will be, it will make smarter sense for them to stop production where they are. Say that sucks because there's insurance money on that. Believe it or not, that's what no, the whole yeah, plot of, yeah. the, whole right, plot of, of the producers is. Right. There's a gap. There's a gap insurance. There's a, to say okay, it's just safer to walk away now. Fire whoever said this was a great idea. It's their and fucking then you, fault. Maybe They're you gone. guys get your wish and uh, Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell take 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 bigger roles. Which it's never gonna happen. Doing? You know why? It's never gonna. Ha- oh yeah, I know, you know it's why? never gonna happen. Yeah, it's, you know why? It's, it's never gonna. Because you can't no, kill Jeremy Renner. I've come to terms with that. And you can kill Grant Gustin. All right, I've, I've come to terms with that. They'll never be in there. But I I did leave with a better scope of saying DC has has got their things together despite my issues and misgivings. I felt better than when you know when we all we had were production shots and stills and rumors and footage from a cell phone. Which even it's though we're still hype. talking about footage from a cell it's phone, all hype and it's cool. But this is, I mean, when this trailer drops, I'm turning the lights off, I'm cranking the the home theater, and I'm watching it. Are you more excited for Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad than you are for Ant Man and for for Black Panther? Far more excited about. Why it, do you Dawn pick the two least like? properties we, well they're the because they're the two that are coming out the no soonest. no black panther's not to like 2019 it, it's, or 20 yeah, it's, okay, it's right, a later right, one right. ant-man um, and cap three okay I'm, I'm way more excited for dawn of justice than i am for both ant-man and civil war what about Doctor Strange? Because that actually comes out in the same year. Well, Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm excited about Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah, but, just, but, there's, there's, is that even a question? <laughs> um, and and obviously for the implications involving another Infinity Stone. So, but look, the these two movies I think address something that we haven't seen for quite some time because you have to completely discount the Nolan movies. Um, so we haven't seen these characters, and ever since Man of Steel, I've wanted more Superman. It it completely revitalized the franchise for me. I can't wait to see it. I, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm sold for definitely Batman Superman. I'm I'm still. Uh, I'll, I'll I'm gonna see Suicide Squad. I just uh, don't know how I feel this, about it yet. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. We're we're all gonna see these movies, and when we when we leave, we're I mean, when we walk in, we're gonna be excited regardless of any trepidation or. And or that'll be on like Thursday that. night, and Josh will see it four days later. Uh. We'll, and like we'll a Wednesday afternoon, Listen, you know, we, I know, I know what's going to happen is I'm going to have to go see it because you guys are going to want to talk about it on Friday. Yeah, right. No, exactly. that's exactly what's going to happen. This is this like exactly, puts me yeah. in the worst possible. So all I'm saying is, if I have to go, I I'm going with you because I'm not dealing with the riffraff. You think we're going to keep away the riffraff? I'm not. No, I'm not dealing with the riffraff just by myself. Oh. There I thought we were be, like riffraff repellent. Wait, are we talking one riffraff or all the riffraffs? All of the riffraffs. I'm not. I just the don't want to deal with them. Suckling, suck attached, <laughs> I feel really? like I like I have to go and lecture these people on decorum. Just you shut text up. during movies. You have no right to tell people. I don't how to infringe upon your whatever while I'm texting. You don't know. Absolutely. You don't know. If I see fucking bright light, did you? Uh, so side note. 
Did you hear about this guy who actually went and charged his uh, cell phone before a uh, Broadway show started? Oh, no. So I got – no, you ready for this? Guy went on stage and plugged his iPhone into a charger that is on the stage because it's actually part of the show. Uh, if you know anything about you know movies or theater, you know nothing's real, so it doesn't do anything. So he jumped on stage before the show, plugged in his phone, which immediately everyone was like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, and and then security came and pulled him away. And then uh, another time, uh, this actually just happened the other day ago, and I'm so sorry I don't have it in front of me because I didn't think we would talk about this. Uh, an actress actually went into the audience and took a cell phone from an audience member because they were texting during the performance. And it's just so it's live theater is one of those. That's that's one of still one of the for me that is an incredibly. You it's you just have to be very. It's reverent. sacred. Yeah, it's it sacred. is. You have to be very reverent. You cannot. You can't. You certainly can't text during a live performance. But if that performance is pre-recorded, it's fine. That's that's what I'm saying. No, okay. Yes, it's fine if no, it's pre-recorded. It's not. It's not. You're not disrespecting the people on you, stage. You're disrespecting no, you're my you're eyeballs. Disrespecting me. It's all about the the people who actually put their time into it that you don't see. You're both the people idiots. that you do see, and then the fact that I'm watching a movie and I'm really into the world, and then all of a sudden this bright Dude, light comes on in my peripheral vision. The screen is eighty feet wide and, and something and two feet from me can obviously distract me from an 80 not a chance wide. yeah not absolutely. a chance do you oh my god you absolutely. Met cj right His yes so you've been to a movie over. with me haven't you I, my phone is on the like all the way down in brightness you can't see it yes uh, i can yeah i you am trained i'm actually trained to see you know that what stuff. when we go i'm bringing my ipad and texting on that <laughs> you douche. just gonna break at out full, the macbook and at full brightness you douche fair enough full brightness on my ipad so speaking of the things that Josh wants to defend, like his right to text during a movie, uh, I found a wonderful post on the Doctor Who Hub on uh, Facebook, which, by the way, if you're a Whovian, you need to follow the Doctor Who Hub. It has some of the greatest content when it comes to Doctor Who-related things and also just nerd things in general. When you say it like that, it sounds more like a Dr. Seuss thing. The yeah, it, yeah, all right. It's the, the Who Hub from Whoville the where they have Who the roast Hub. beast. The Doctor Who Hub. So, so this, let me set the scene for you. Please do. Imagine every time there was a season finale of a TV series, every bar in town was showing it. Everyone was talking about it. Your boss let you go home early to watch it. And whilst seeing it, people will lie in each other's arms, sobbing about their feelings. Now explain to me why that's so immature and unrealistic, but it's totally normal for football. Go ahead, Josh. I will. <laughs> please, and it's, please. And it, it's actually, it actually boils down to a couple very simple things. First, what you're talking about, the scenario you're talking about, pre-recorded, will be syndicated. Look, football, you cannot predict the outcome, and it can never be repeated. Just like Game of Thrones, except you can DVR N- football and, re- and rewatch it. Again. No, Oh, my God, you cannot DVR football. It's <laughs> I mean, over. you physically can. No. You the physically moment, can do listen, it. Listen, that moment can never be relived if missed, ever. Kind of like a Game of Thrones season finale. No, dude, it's it's like always, if you if Game you didn't Thrones, watch it, you're kind of screwed. You can't go on the internet for a good forty minutes during, you know what? Game after, of Thrones or before and Game of Thrones. Every other series is always there. If you haven't seen it, and and if somebody just said, "Hey, you might really enjoy this. You should watch it," then you just watch it, right? But if your team is in a nail biter, down by two, fourth quarter. Minute 20 left, 20-yard line driving the other way. You can't that, – that minute 20 is excruciating. It's excruciating, and there's, there's, no, I, there's no other – I can't describe the feeling. There's nothing else like it. The, the, the hope that you have and the cautious optimism mixed with, in my case, the fact that I know my Redskins aren't going to do it. They're just not. But let me – I'll tell you what. I actually, there is a game that comes to mind. We were, um, it was a few years ago, and uh, we were watching a Redskins-Cowboys game at my parents' house, and uh, the the Redskins were down. They were down six with less than a minute left. The Cowboys had the ball, were driving the other way, and uh, Sean Taylor, who's, who's, now, who's now, you know, long dead, God rest his soul, 
Sean Taylor intercepts the ball, takes it the other way for six. I literally, I, I, I had a, I was clutching a pillow like a child, watching right in anticipation what was going to happen. We need the ball. And I stand up. I stand up and I'm screaming. I'm shrieking. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm freaking out. Throw the pillow in my father's face. And I'm just arms up, victorious. We, 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 we won. And there's no, there, there's nothing that drives you. It doesn't drive you out of your seat. Game of Thrones. What? Br- I have stood no, up. No, no, no. False. Listen, listen no. That, that that feeling that you get from football. There are people in the world, i.e., me and CG, who get that feeling from some of their favorite shows. I, look, let, let I me get just, it. Let me tell, like, let me tell the Doctor story Who. This. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, not so, even so, just. It's just whatever. Like Chuck did that for me. I remember watching the season finale of season three of Chuck on the standing on my couch in my living room. My mother screaming at me to sit down because of what was going on to these characters I've spent almost three years watching, growing, and loving. And also because you'll ruin the fabric. Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm not saying... Obviously, my mom didn't want me standing on the couch. Duh. The analogy that I'm going to use, I know Josh is instantly going to disqualify just because of the show that it is. You're disqualified. The Walking Dead. Oh, shut up. No, come on. There are characters that I have been following and waiting for and, and going through the day-to-day struggles with watching them and then only to have that character die i have cried okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna die. i'm gonna i'm gonna just like you have the same thing you have i need i need game to stop of because the same. It, did you not remember the ned stark issue yeah he drove that and at spoilers, the very end spoilers, the last spoilers if you haven't seen this you're, you're so far in, behind listen the time. in my time hop in my time hop this week four years ago yesterday the day before Derek jeter hit his 3000th hit Derek jeter uh, who has an amazing career, who had, who no one can argue with his character, has never been convicted of anything, has never, no suspicious circumstances, no steroids, no drugs, no, just a good guy, captain right. of the greatest franchise in all of American sports, comes up to the plate, sees a bunch of pitches, uh, I think like five or six, and then his 3,000th hit is a home run. Now, I watched this live at work. I was standing there with Mikey and we were, we were literally hugging and jumping, right. hugging two grown men, right. Hugging and jumping. And, and then when it was over, I, I cried. Uh, and I cried because, uh, th- this happened four years ago. It was 2011. Um, and my grandmother had died. Like, I think the year before, uh, I, 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 I God, I, I want to say it was 2010. It's been forever. Um, and I'm sorry, I can't quote the date. It was April 19th. I don't remember the date. But um, that she didn't get to see it made me so sad. Right. There's nothing on TV that can replicate that for me. That See, I'll, I'll go on the, the, uh, the counterpart for this, is that like watching a show like The Wonder Years for me was a formative part of me growing up. It, it showed me that I wasn't a person alone in having conflicting feelings and seeing relationships and struggles with, with family and with friends and trying to find my own voice and trying sure. to find my own personality. And then it, the show comes to an end. And, and it ends abruptly because it was canceled before you could finally get one more season in, which is what it really needed. And uh, it's being taken away from me when I needed it uh, the most. And they're talking about, at the very end, what's happening to his, his life and his family. He talks about his brother uh, taking over the job. He talked about his father passing away years later, never getting to meet his son. And it, it, he talked about his relationship with you know Winnie Cooper and how it never panned out. And it's one of those moments where it taught me that you know life is not a TV series and that not everything's going to end up the way that you want it to. And just because you have a wonderful relationship with one person and that you feel it's meant to be, that it can end and it can be taken away from you and life needs to go on because there's another avenue out there. There's another path for you to take. There's joy and happiness in, in other outcomes. And that can have the same kind of emotional I, reaction I that, agree. That, that can have. I agree so why with is you it unrealistic? Because, and there are, there are shows that I identify with very deeply. Um, the West Wing is one of them where right. I'm, I'm incredibly emotional about that show. Same as, same as Doctor Who, but on a, on a different level. I, I put I put such stock into watching these, and I watch them at such a pace that I can't help but 
diving into the characters myself and finding parts of some of these characters that I think are me, right? But right. the difference is, CJ, the, the, and, and what it boils down to is, at the end of those, the outcome has been scripted. It's preordained, and you can relive it over and over and over. But if you ever speak about a game and a sporting event, it's not scripted. It can't ever be relived like it was in the moment. There's never another time rewatching it. The 2008 Phillies, and I'm not a Phillies fan, but Broad Street erupted. And the parade that happened a few days later wasn't anywhere near what happened the night that they won the series. And it's the same thing in any sport. It can't ever be relived. You can't ever get that same feeling back, but you can in fiction. You always can in fiction. It, I mean, that's, that's not entirely true. Hence series like Firefly that have gotten more reactions at. So Comic-Con is essentially the parade for for these kind of moments. They are the moments where nerds get to come out and celebrate the characters that have driven their life. They're the char- you know, the, the the television shows that have taught them about being themselves. I mean, just comic books, just identifying through yourself that you can be who you're supposed to be through watching a comic book character. Right, right. right Comic-Con but it's not Comic-Con, real. Comic-Con but, but it is to some people. The, no, it is. it's not no, no, to no, anybody. Hold on. In, in the sense of this. Comic-Con is the parade for that. We don't get it. After a series finale, after a movie, after a character has taught me how to overcome obstacles, accept responsibility, and to have honor and integrity, after that's happened, I can't go into the street and be like, did everyone read that issue? Like, no, it doesn't I, work. No, I get it. I do. So Comic-Con <laughs> lets me do that. And so, I think, I think there's, there's, a, there's, some, there's, some real, uh, there's some real value to be had in going to Comic-Con and getting to meet the real karate kid Billy Zabka and and shake his but, hand. But even the the people that you get to meet who not even the stars, the oh my gosh, you identify with that series too. Oh my gosh, this part impacted you too. We don't get to sit around like you can't go to a stadium and bond with, you know, thirty thousand people that what's, are fans of your what's Jenny's, until that kind what's of Jenny's favorite show? <sighs> oh, uh, he's in so much trouble when he gets this wrong. You uh views. Uh, um Currently or of of all time? Just something that she has a, a deep connection with. The the Big Bang Theory. Okay. The Big Bang Theory. Ask her whether she feels more connected and more excited about the Big Bang Theory. Or the Steelers. Or the Steelers Cardinals Super Bowl. Right. No. Big, no. No, 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 no. I, I get what you're going from, and I'll ask her the right television show because the Big Bang Theory is not right. I'm trying to remember the shows that she's cried well, the Big at. Big Bang Theory is emotional. Many, many times. I've gotten, that, no, I've gotten yeah. missed. No, I know. There, the is, there is, and I'm so, you're right, Brian. I'm so going to be in trouble. There is a show that she has, is very extremely attached to. And then I remember when is something happened. Is it called happened. The Midwife? Laura likes that one. No, please, and I just, no, no. I just wonder how many calls the midwife can take. <laughs> we, we paused <laughs> during one of these shows to just address how upset we were. I can't remember what it was. I, maybe it was The Walking Dead. But um, no, I'll ask her, and I'll get that reaction from her. But Please do. It's, it, the, this is the thing is that... And when and you not, get that not, reaction, not, can wait, you... Not, not the reaction, not just the reaction. No, 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 the, just the... Wh- but can you ever repeat the feeling you got when it happened while rewatching it? Because I don't think no, with sports, and I think if... you can. I think that with TV shows, I know for me... Every time the the first episode with uh, Dulé Hill, Charlie Young, oh, the God. first episode where he says, uh, "Mr. President, your glasses—they're in." You said you were reading in your study, right? And the president sort of blows him off, but then at the end, right, uh, Martin Sheen comes up and explains how he understands what happens to Charlie's mother and this and that. Won't you come stay with us and help us? And Charlie says to to Bradley Whitford, uh, Josh Lyman, my favorite character, is it always like this? Yeah, and I what, just I lose it every time. What about the moment? I'm so sorry, I don't know her name. The assistant from the West Wing when she dies. Oh my God, Mrs. Landingham! Are you right there? See me? that reaction you just said right there? See right there what just happened to you? Yeah, 
that yeah. that re- why is that unreasonable when it's we not have no it's moment? not unreasonable it's just not the same i haven't finished the west wing you just ruined it for me oh, <laughs> oh no ryan mrs you Lanning son of a dies. bitch <laughs> sorry, but listen dude. i'm so sorry but it, that's a very good episode <laughs> Hang on. And see the moment I just robbed from him? (laughs) Did you see the moment I just robbed from him? So it's. God. I'm sorry, buddy. Do you need a minute? Hold on. Do we need a minute for Brian? I'm so sorry, dude. Emotionally, it's look, it's a big thing, and I get it. It's just not in the moment. I I can repeat that feeling with the West Wing over and over and over. I can't ever repeat what I felt while watching the game because it's different when it's live and it's real. So th- I think this is a, a, a point that... Uh, oh, we want to hear from you. Oh, uh, this is it. This is the point that we need to hear from people. Bloomer, uh, I need to hear from you. Uh, Nasser, if you want to chime in. Eh, I don't know. You can't go ahead. <laughs> Are we but just no, saying random names? Yeah, let's just do it. Listen, Tom, I know you're listening right now. <laughs> Tom, you mean Tom from Facebook? Yeah, Tom yeah. From, no, Tom from MySpace. Tom, Tom from, from MySpace. Tom from MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. Mark from Facebook. Gerard, just listen, just email me. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to happen. And Kevin, don't you give up on me, all right? I know you're a sports fan, but I just, it's fine. I know you that you're going to take Josh's side on this. Let's just you made this weird. You made this. Yeah. You, you, you went way too. too far with the you went very. You went very Steve Romance, and you made it all weird. <laughs> Gosh, what a Yoast moment you just had right there. Gosh, what are you doing? I just figured we'd just drop more names. Are we just going to? That kind of was right. a Yoast moment there. That was a Yoast moment. Yeah. All right. Does anyone else need to vent about anything that we've, we've talked about so Brian, far? I'm really sorry about the Mrs. I, I really am, too. I'm so sorry, my friend. It's fine. It's that fine. was a rough, that was an emotional oh, episode. Man, that, that episode gets me every time I uh-huh. watch it. Yeah. Every For time. Sure. Yeah. All right. Do we need a moment, Brian? Yeah, no, I'm Can fine. Can you focus? Um, nah, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, speaking of shows, um, I mean, Comic-Con premiered the trailers for Walking Dead Season 6 and Fear the yeah. Walking Dead, which both look pretty intense. I, um, and um, Ash versus Evil Dead, which I'm very excited about. So I don't sh- understand. Who's Ash? I uh, never watched Evil Dead, but I love Bruce Campbell. And I know that that sentence doesn't make any sense you to anybody. You love Bruce Campbell, but you've never seen the movies that yep. just yeah, are that Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Bruce Campbell? Yeah, yeah. I, I get how hypocritical this is. I really okay. do. That's fine. Uh, as long as you recognize all, it. I do. And it's on my list of after I get done Rocky, which, by the way, for the fans, I finished uh, after I rewatching because I've seen Rocky 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I okay, rewatched sure. Rocky 1, 2, and 3. I just finished uh, 4 and 5 today. And I am starting Rocky Balboa. So get off my back. I'm we shall. The Rockies. Is are your ISIS compatriots angry that you've abandoned <laughs> them? Or I, I will tell you what my uh, picture of Bin Laden while I was rocking while I was watching Rocky Two fell off the wall. It did just unexplained. <laughs> just fall <laughs> fell off the wall. Crack Damn it! Frame. I couldn't get through it. Crack frame. This is no. It. I can't even reuse the frame for the Bin Laden photo. It's no good. <laughs> And my Saddam mustache will no longer grow back. (laughs) Your Saddam mustache fell off hair by hair as you watched it. (laughs) Every punch that Rocky took with Apollo, just uh, a hair fell off. Hair fell off. It was just over. Well, that's good, CJ. (laughs) Welcome to America. Uh, This is good. Am I supposed to like French fries, fireworks, and hot dogs now? Is that what this is? uh, Is this what this does to me? Honestly, if you don't take like some sort of tour of South Philly, I think you got a problem. I yeah, I'm just gonna go to work every every day now and be like, yeah, I really could go to the art museum. Nah, I won't. <laughs> I will <laughs> say this though: what Rocky Two showed me was how much nicer the Philadelphia Zoo got over the years. Because <laughs> the tiger exhibit <laughs> is horseshit and is oh beautiful my now. Goodness, that's Big your Cat Village is wonderful. Too. Big Cat Village is beautiful now, and it's such a shithole that poor tiger is out in the snow. Poor tiger. Got no shelter. Oh my and now goodness! He, now he can roam around. You realize that some tigers are built for that. Right? Yeah, he's a tiger. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, because there's only a couple thousand tigers left in existence. Yeah, of course they got built for very small confinements. Now they have room to walk. Thank you, Philadelphia <laughs> Zoo, for making the tigers' life better. <laughs> right. CJ's, right, CJ's uh, observations from <laughs> That's Rocky my take away be- from Rocky. have become an indictment of the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, so, um, yes, Fear of the Walking Dead and the Walking Dead trailers. I know Josh doesn't care 
uh, Rick Grimes is in for some shit, man. Holy crap. Yeah, he uh, he's going off the, the deep end. That is the most Rick Grimesy we've ever seen Rick Grimes. Yeah, yeah he's super Rick shit. Grimes. Way Thanks, Josh. into the Rick Grimes. <laughs> On a scale from one to Rick Grimes, he he's, a, he's Rick Grimes. Grimes. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll off that part. He's the guy uh, from Boondock Saints? Listen, no, no, no. That's no, Daryl. That's, that's Daryl. Talking about you Norman Reedus. Daryl. Who's not was... even in the comic book. Right. That's why he's the best character on the television show, because you have no idea what's going to happen. Daryl was moment. also the villain, sort of the villain guy in Coming to America. His name was Daryl. Um, in response to that, CJ, this, this entire series is completely off book, because well, I'm just going yeah. to ignore what Josh just said. No, no, you're, 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 you're right. All right. So people have died that have not, are not supposed to have been dead, die, and yeah. vice versa, and right. Carl always stayed in the house in the comic book, and I'm just, right. you know... What I'm saying is, though, that you could always look to the arc and say, well, at least they're going to go one way or another. So you could prep yourself just a little bit. And, and with, when it comes to him and Merle, there was, you had no reference. So you just had to take it with how it came, which is exciting. Oh, and uh, before we move off of Comic-Con, because I know Josh is going to be excited to hear this. They did announce their next animated movie while they were there. It's The Killing Joke, which is very exciting. But the what? The, what the, ki- the Killing Joke, Alan Moore's run that kind of uh, gave you a little background, oh, the origin story. Oh, I saw story. something about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. It's one, of the, it's one of the greatest Joker stories of all time. It's where Barbara Gordon gets paralyzed and becomes the character that she has become for the past 20 odd years. Do we have, do we have a, a graphic novel, though? Yeah. Who inked well, it? I, met, I, I didn't read it. Um, Dave Gibbons drew it. Uh, the same person who drew Watchmen. No, oh. and Alan I haven't, I haven't read that one. I know, I, I know the story arc. I, I don't so. know. I, 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 hang on, because I know if I'm wrong. Is it the Bruce same the same team of voices, Brian? As in as uh, the the Dark Knight Returns and Brian Boland. Sorry, Brian Boland. Boland okay, drew it. And um, no, they haven't begun casting anything yet. But uh, Mark Campbell has been on record a while ago that he would come out of retirement to do a killing joke movie. Mark Hamill is also on record saying that the, this most recent star Wars feels like 1970 something somehow. I I don't, so I don't really put a whole lot of faith in anything Mark Hamill has to say about how things are or feel or what he'll do. So have you seen the behind the scenes? So this is the fun part. Uh, Star Wars made such a huge wave in comic con as we expected to doing absolutely nothing. By the way, they did like seven. Yeah, they real didn't things. show anything. They didn't no, do shit. Like, but there's some behind the scenes footage of how we're doing stuff. Uh, that's now, like super retro and hipster. That got me. Ex- uh, listen though, listen in all sincerity, that one got me very excited because all the practical effects, seeing the amount of work that they're doing into this, just again confirms that this is the right choice for this movie. And I'm so excited for the the trilogy right, that's coming they, out of this. They didn't show anything. No, I still listen, don't know from, what the movie's from, about. No, nope. I don't, I don't know anything. I don't need to know that. I now know that no matter what, because of the love and care they put Listen, into little details, I, I, that I the get big it. stuff is it, fun. I, it could be two and a half hours of Han Solo brushing Chewie's fur. I, I, I don't. I, I'm going to see it. I just would have loved a little bit, just a little bit of insight. That would get most of the knots out. Two and a half hours of brushing. I, yeah, mo- he's yeah, a very large guy. At least, at least, he's got a lot but, of fur. But I'm, I'm excited for it. Of All course, right. of course it's we're excited. No, 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 of no, course no. we're excited. My big, my big problem not, is I, I don't I, need and I was, look. God, this, oh, this, this mouth this, diarrhea. Here's what angers me: is the people in production and the actors saying how much we've advanced the the CGI while keeping one foot in the past. No, you yeah. haven't. No, you haven't. There's what are you talking no, about. Listen, you can build all the wooden ships you want. It's not possibly going to look. If you keep no. one foot in the past, no. it's low rent. It's low rent. It's low no. budget. It's nothing. It, no, that's not. No, that's totally incorrect. The, I think the, they're referring to their use of practical effects, which right. is good. Which is where the prequels and, and it, fell short. Because if they if they if you try to sell me that bullshit on one, two, and three, if you try to sell me to me on the prequels, I I would punch you in the face repeatedly until you bled. Saying, shut your mouth. That's the most CGI piece of shit we've ever seen. And that's why we all hate it. 
We all hate it because they just well, went. I don't George Lucas balls to the wall that and the story I sucks. I don't hate them, and I don't plus, think plus the story Jar Jar. Sucks. We hate Jar Jar. Yeah. Right. Okay. We hate Jar Jar. We hate right. trade routes. But we also hate, we hate the, negotiations and the and the people of Naboo just in general. <laughs> <laughs> Naboo could have blown up with Alderaan. Who cares? <laughs> right. So I, I disagree. Ryan with has just completely. committed genocide. That <laughs> what, what I'm saying, CJ, is I don't think this is going to feel a whole lot different than Episode Three. I don't. That's fine. Episode three was the best one out of those three. Of course prequels. it when, was, and that's why it's not going to feel any when, different. When you are wrong, I'll be right here to 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 hold my hand up high. You know and do what? The Rocky I'll tell you what. Steps. If I'm wrong, CJ, you what I'll be. do is no. I'm going to take out my iPad and I'll I'll tweet about it during the movie. <laughs> How's that? Wonderful. I'm so excited to read your tweet. Glad, glad to have said oh, it. I hope you get in a car accident. You break your arm. <laughs> yes. Damn it! I almost had a spit take. Almost had a spit take. Drive fast, take chances. Gotcha. All right, all right. So I've just sent the guys a link here uh, to a project called our, ourpluto.org. Uh, so I don't know if you're aware of this right now, but we've sent a, a probe to actually get a yeah. really good glimpse at Pluto because it's the closest it's been to Earth, and eh, probably since it's been discovered. I was in the Maryland Science Center uh, two weeks ago and got like a dissertation about this from Bill Nye the Science Guy who was parked there. Sweet. Yeah? For real? Yeah, dude. Like he, That's he amazing. Went on, he went on for, I mean, he talked to me and the kids. Where is for, the picture of you meeting Bill Nye? No, it wasn't actually Bill Nye. It was just some oh. dude who I'm calling oh. Bill Nye the Science no, Guy. No, I actually so saw I Bill said Nye. for real and you said yes, you yeah, meant no. Yeah, the old guy, Bill Nye. He's old. He told me stuff about Pluto. Okay. That's what I mean. And so what am I looking at here? So anyway, all right. So I want you to take a look at the list here, and I'll put it in our show notes. But there are now features, and there are mountains and craters and things that in the scientific community you name. Hence why on the moon you have the Sea of Tranquility and things of that nature. They get named. So the cool part about Pluto is they're, they're opening it up to the public to vote on what they should call some of these features. When I so was growing see- up, CJ, when I was growing up, my uh, my aunt and uncle, they live in Massachusetts, and they had this giant hot tub in their in their backyard there. It was very cold in November, but we'd go in, and that was the Sea of Tranquility. Because <laughs> it was very peaceful. <laughs> okay, absolutely. Just saying. So you'll notice that the ballot comes down to this. Uh, historical explorers, uh, space missions and spacecrafts, scientists and engineers and then they realize that nerds like us uh actually own the internet and they're like well then we have to do this fictional explorers and travelers re- uh, fictional origins and destinations fictional vessels uh exploration authors and artists. oh they have the heart of gold the heart of gold's on here the uss enterprise is on there the Vulcan heart of gold cj the heart of gold heart of gold uh is Oz. that a harry potter thing what is that they have the tardis they have they the have heart the of gold. So the heart of gold, Brian, is from Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, I've seen that movie right. once. No, I, my God, no, not the God. movie. God. The books, Brian. You Please haven't read the books. I've never read the books. I've read go. all the books, Brian. All the books. the books. You okay, haven't movie. read the books? The heart I've of never, gold. I've never read the books. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. So excluding this information I just learned. I get the I get Now the I know why you got upset when I got the Rocky things. So here's I get, the deal. I get the references. But NASA comes to you, right? NASA comes to your door. Knock, knock, knock. Unexpectedly. Says, hey, we need to name three places on Pluto. Hands you a sheet and says, I need them in 10 seconds. Wait, I can vote for them to name something yes. Alderaan? Yes. So, what would you like to name on Pluto? You get three things in those uh, those 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 categories: authors and artists, vessels. Wait, I can name anything that's on Pluto. It can. It's it's basically a landmass or a feature on Pluto that is discernible right now. Is there a feature From on this Pluto list. that looks like a penis? Because I want to name that. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'm gonna you can name ask it Mickey Mouse. I'm sure he knows where Pluto's. I'm gonna name is. it Pedro, <laughs> like, like, uh, like James Vanderbeek did in Varsity Blues. <laughs> so if you could name, if your no, if your legacy can be naming a feature on Pluto that looks like a penis, <laughs> penis related or not penis related, and you get to make your mark on the planet, what what would you name it? I would love Tardis Mountain, by the way. Tardis Mountain. Tardis Mountain. 
Are we just looking at just the mm, list here? It sounds no, like no, no, no. It sounds like a you bad ride. It does. It does. Sound it, like does. it sounds you know like what? hardest valley. I would. I would name. I'll tell you what. If there was like a crater or like a a, a series of them, the Dunes of Gallifrey is what I would name. There it. you yeah. go. There you go. There you Dunes are. of Gallifrey. Like it. Artemis Valley. From Artemis Ready Valley. One. That's a good one. Artemis I Valley. Like that. Ready Player One. Oh, Ellen Ripley's Chasm. <laughs> Can I Ellen do that? Ripley's Can I name Lewis's something that? Gaping, gaping chasm. Ellen Ripley's gaping chasm. <laughs> By the way, when Paul Thanks listens for... to this, he's going to flip shit. <laughs> I have it. Ellen Ripley's gaping chasm. That's, that's it. That's it. That's done. my vote. I'm done. That, no, I'm, I'm on that's, board with that. I, and that's the end of that. Uh, you listen, were going to try really to be cool. highbrow with this, weren't you? No, no, no. I, I was <laughs> expecting it to go lowbrow after we got some things, and I figured dick jokes and stuff. As soon as I saw <laughs> Ripley, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I'll say this. This is really cool. This is actually open to the internet where you can name, you can list your own suggestions. You can vote for what's currently on the list. Uh, listen, make some history. Name Pluto. Name its, its features. We actually are finally getting a good look at it. It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, and uh, if you really look at it, listen. I'm, I I am upset that Pluto is no longer a planet, but with all the lectures that Neil deGrasse Tyson and all these scientists have told us, I, I understand it now. I've come to terms with the fact that we've lost Pluto. But now I have to figure out why uh, when I ha- get the acronym for the the planet, the anagram for the, the the planets, it's my very educated mother just served us, and then it ends with nine because normally there's nine pickles, and now I think it's got to end with like nachos. That makes me disgruntled. I liked, I liked my anagrams. Nachos are delicious. Why are you describing uh, Because nine pickles just sounded so absurd. It stayed in my memory better. If my mother served all of us nachos, they would be delicious nachos. And I just, as a point of order, I need to say, if you get all the nachos stuck together, that's one nacho. That that's is true. You Absolutely. get the nucleus, the best part. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> Thank Guys, you for yeah, educating us, CJ. It's, you're, it's, it's, you're our, so it's ourpluto.org. Vote for Ellen Ripley's Gaping Chasm. <laughs> I would love to see a, that kind of nerd mountain. I think that'd be nice. You can just put that out there. Can it be next to Ellen Ripley's Gaping Chasm? Uh, of course. Okay. If not inside of it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn well, it, now a, I just went lowbrow. That's actually <laughs> where we all strive to be, CJ. <laughs> Somewhere near there and or inside, in or around say on the outside it's in or around in or around it if we could be somehow in or around ellen ripley's gaping chasm that's where Uh, we want to be that sounds about right so here's here's the things you guys need to know uh dawn of justice trailer is on the that kind of nerd website go ahead and check it out at the time of this recording the suicide uh, squad trailer has not officially been released so we are waiting for the official release to go ahead and put it onto our website. Uh, please, if anyone has a strong opinion about the uh, the conversation that we have with Josh about things that are like football that I think you should defend, uh, please write into podcast at thatkindofnerd.com or on Twitter at thatkindofnerd. Or, of course, just go to our website and uh, you know tell us your thoughts and feelings on it. If you're on Josh's team, cool. And if you're not, you made the right choice and welcome to the right side. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've said that. I'm allowed to. I'm in charge of the editing process. I for keep sure, it in. for sure. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I know Josh isn't into The Walking Dead, but uh, I, I hope you can get into at least the Fear of the Walking Dead. Dude, I watched the over. Ash Ash versus Evil Dead trailer, and I was like super into it. And then there was a zombie, and I shut it off. Oh, come on. Nope. And make sure to to go to rpluto.org. Just listen. Just learn something about Pluto. And uh, take a look at some of these these things that are floating around. I will have to say this: uh, this episode of that kind of nerd would not be possible, literally, like like not even exaggerating, uh, without the help from our friend John Kovacs, uh, who helped me out with a issue I was having with my Mac and uh, helped me uh, actually make it work. Uh, I didn't have any computer to actually record the podcast on, so we were quite worried about that. So thank you so much, John, for uh, helping us out and making sure that this uh, episode gets onto the internet. So you should use- you. You should use iMovie now. Create a John Kovacs slideshow with I will remember you playing in the back. Oh my Get God. out of my head, CJ. Get yes. out of my head. Oh, I so knew where you were going. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Uh, we spend way too much time together. Sorry, bro. <laughs> if you would like to be a voice on the That Kind of Nerd podcast, we do encourage you to call in. Now, listen, let me let me stress for this for the record. We had technical issues when it came to the calling in of uh, Pat Tricolo. Uh, they have been addressed and identified, and uh, I blame his terrible wireless uh, carrier and his area because I have tested it with three other phones and with other call uh, recording equipment, and everything's working fine. So if you're worried about the call quality, don't. Everything's fine. Our direct number is 484-373-4119. Yeah, I said niner. Deal with it. Thank you guys for uh, taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you guys for taking the time to record with us and for uh, yelling at us about some issues. Uh, I'm glad I'm finally getting these Rocky movies out of my way so that way you guys don't make fun of me anymore. Indeed. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for being part of uh, your drive home or just your walk around the neighborhood. We uh, we will hear from you next week. Bye. If time travel gives me a little bit of feedback in the headphones, I'm out, is what you just said. Yeah. No, like in the sense of how my head feels... After after the clap test that we do to synchronize our audio, and then a Brian's microphone decided that it was going to emit uh, a dragon Brian. scream. Brian's in there like Eminem. Turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear my bass in these headphones. Uh, that was crazy. All right.